Hello. Hi. It's RBC reading live. Sorry about yesterday. Um, yeah, I was down west, uh, Wales, and uh, for the bank holiday. And there's no, yeah, there's no. Um, I don't have Wi-Fi down there, nothing like that. Sorry about that. Anyway, what we'll do is we'll make up, we'll make up the chapters. Um, hopefully this week as we go. I'm trying, gonna try an extra one today, but yeah, we'll see what the time is. Um, but I hope you had a great weekend. Um, yeah, the weather really wasn't there, was it? <laughs> For Bank Holiday Monday, thank an egg. Yeah, and uh, if you watched the coronation, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, King Charles, it'll be in, uh, it's official. Yeah. Oh, and the weather today, it's a uh, stamp outside. Is there is damp. Um yeah, but it's Tuesday. It's gonna throw us all week now, isn't it? Uh the fact that we've had a bank holiday yesterday is gonna throw us. You're gonna start working today and think it's Thursday. <laughs> oh man. What a go oh no, but I hope you have a good day today and uh enjoy. I've got a cup of tea this morning. Up nice and early. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Oh. He had um the girls told us that uh on Sunday Sam quoted from the Ed Sheeran uh, documentary on Disney Plus. So we started watching it last night. This first episode's great. Yeah, really good. Yeah. And the reason they wanted to do a documentary was that he um doesn't want to be seen as someone who's like a, a song machine just churning out, churning out. Um for number one, number one, number one. Um that he's also a, a husband, a father, a son, and a friend. Yeah, and to give us a lot of that sort of picture, which is cool. Yeah, I listened to two biographies on Audible um, when I was off last week. So I was off on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Two biographies, one by Will Smith and the other way, one by Dave Grohl. Yeah, so both um, musicians, although Will Smith is musician slash Hollywood actor. Um, but they were great. Did you know that Will Smith... Um, was right at the beginning of hip hop breaking on the scene, and he was part of it and played a crucial role in it. Mental, mental. Anyway, here we go. Um, we're doing uh, 17 to 19, but possibly 20. <laughs> uh, but let's get into it. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will confirm my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Abraham fell face down. And God said to him, as for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. I'll make you very fruitful. I'll make nations of you and kings will come from you. 
I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan, where you are now an alien, I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. Then God said to Abraham, as for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you for the generations to come. This is my covenant with you and your descendants after you, the covenant you are to keep. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You are to undergo circumcision, and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and you. For the generations to come, every male among you who is eight days old must be circumcised, including those born in your household or bought with money from a foreigner, those who are not your offspring. Whether born in your household or bought with your money, they must be circumcised. My covenant in your flesh is to be an everlasting covenant. An uncircumcised male who has not been circumcised in the flesh will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. God also said to Abraham, as for Sarah, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarah. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her uh, so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? And Abraham said to God, if only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Then God said, yes, but your wife Sarah will bear you a son and you will call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for uh, his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful and will greatly increase his numbers. He will be the father of 12 rulers and I will make him into a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac whom Sarah will bear to you by this time next year. When he had finished speaking with Abraham, God went up from him. On that very day, Abraham took his son Ishmael and all those born in his household or bought with his money, every male in his household, and circumcised them as God told him. Abraham was 99 years old when he was circumcised, and his son Ishmael was 13. Abraham and his son Ishmael were both circumcised on that same day. Every, and every male in Abraham's household, including those born in his household or bought from a foreigner, was circumcised with him. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance to his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, if I have found favour in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought and then... You may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered. Do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three seers of fine flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to repair it. He then brought some curds and milk and the, and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, he stood near, near them under a tree. Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then the Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already old and well advanced in years, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, after I am worn out, 
and my master is old. Will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at this, the appointed time next year and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, yes, you did laugh. When the men got up to leave, they looked down towards Sodom and Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Then the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised. Then the Lord said, the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the, the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The men turned away and went towards Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, if I find 50 righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Then Abraham spoke up again. Now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes, what if the number of the righteous is less, is five less than 50? Will you destroy the whole city because of five people? If I find 45 there, he said, I will not destroy it. Once again, he spoke to him. What if only 40 are found there? He said, for the sake of 40, I will not do it. Then he said, may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only 30 can be found there? He answered, I will not do it if I find 30 there. Abraham said, now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, what if only 20 can be found there? He said, for the sake of 20, I will not destroy it. Then he said, may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak just once more. What if only 10 can be found there? He answered, for the sake of 10, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left and Abraham returned home. The two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered, but he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, no, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you so you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. Get out of our way, they replied. And they said, this fellow came here as an alien, and now he wants to play the judge. We'll treat you worse than them. They kept bringing pressure on Lot and moved forward to break down the door. But the men inside reached out and pulled Lot back into the house and shut the door. Then they struck the men who were at the door of the house, young and old, with blindness so they could not find the door. The two men said to Lot, 
Do you have anyone else here, son-in-law, sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here, because we're going to destroy this place. The outcry to the Lord against his people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who were pledged to, to marry his daughters. He said, hurry and get out of this place, because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. With the coming of dawn, the angels urged Lot, saying, hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away when the city is punished. When he hesitated, the man, the men grasped his hand and the hands of his wife and his two daughters and led them safely out of the city, for the Lord was merciful to them. As soon as they brought them out, one of them said, flee for your lives. Don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountains or you'll be swept away. But Lot said to them, no, my lords, please. Your servant, has, if you're, your servant has found favor in your eyes and you have shown great kindness to me in sparing my life. But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overtake me and I'll die. Look, here is a town near enough to run to and it is small. Let me flee to it. It is very small, isn't it? Then my life will be spared. He said to them, very well, I will grant this request. I will not overthrow the town you speak of. But flee there quickly, because I cannot do any anything until you reach it. This is why the town was called Zoah. By the time Lot reached Zoah, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord rained down burning sulphur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew those cities on the entire plain, including all those living in the cities, and also the vegetation in the land. But Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and returned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah, towards all the land of the plain, and he saw dense smoke rising from the land like smoke from a furnace. So, so when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. Lot and his two daughters left Zoar and settled in the mountains, for he was afraid to stay in Zoar. He and his two daughters lived in a cave. One day the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old and there is no man around here to lie with us, as is the custom all over the earth. Let's get our father to drink wine and then lie with him and preserve our family line through our father. That night they got their father drunk to drink wine and the older daughter went in and lay with him. He was not aware of it when she lay down or when she got up. The next day the older daughter said to the younger, Last night I lay with my father. Let's get him to drink wine again tonight and you go in and lie with him so we can preserve our family line through our father. So they got their father to drink wine that night also and the younger daughter went and lay with him. Again, he was not aware of it when she lay down or when she got up. So both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter had a son and she named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites of today. The younger daughter also had a son and she named him Ben Ami. He is the father of the Ammonites of today. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. For a while he stayed in Gera, and there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, she is my sister. Then Abimelech king of Gera sent for Sarah and took her. But God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, you are good as dead because of the woman you have taken. She is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not gone near her. So he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And didn't she also say, he is my brother. I have done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in the dream, yes, I know you did this with a clear conscience. And so I have kept you from sinning against me. This is why I did not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, 
you may be sure that you and all yours will die. Early the next morning, Abimelech summoned all the officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. But Abimelech called Abraham in and said, What have you done to us? How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done things to me that should not be done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What was your reason for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself, There is surely no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, though not of my mother, and she became my wife. And when God caused me to wander from my father's household, I said to her, This is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, he is my brother. Then Abimelech brought sheep and cattle and male and female slaves and gave them to Abraham. And he returned Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, My land is before you. Live wherever you like. To Sarah he said, I'm giving your brother a thousand shekels of silver. This is to cover the offence against you. Before all who are with you, you are completely vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abimelech, his wife and his slave girls, so they could have children again. For the Lord had closed up every womb in Abimelech's household because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Lovely uh, uh, seeing Abraham at his tent at the entrance, seeing the three visitors come. And one of them is the uh, is Jesus, isn't it, before uh, his incarnation. Um, and just isn't it amazing just how um, Abraham talks to him? Yeah. And petitions him um, and asks him if there are 50. You know, when I was reading that, I think, man, if we're going to go down by increments of five, we're going to be here a long time, you know, from 50. <laughs> uh, but then he started by going down in increments of 10. This is cool. Um, but there is a relationship there, isn't there? There's a conversation that is had and that. And it's so good, I think, to see prayer as that, isn't it? Of like, no, I can be bold and I can talk to Jesus um, and I can ask him things that are bold. Um, yeah, I think that's really cool that there's a relationship there. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Anyway, have a great day today. Uh, make use of that. Talk to Jesus now as you go. Whatever worries you've got about the day, just lay them out before him. Um, you know, um, and there was worries, I guess, with Abraham, wasn't it, coming into um, Abimelech's place. Um, but he need not fear, right? Because even though there's no fear of God there, uh, God was with him. Um, yeah, and he is able to do things um, and, re and respond, isn't it, to our prayers. So, yeah, take care today. Have a great day. God bless you. And Lord willing, see you again tomorrow. Till now.